Hello, friends, and welcome to 2019. Jesse here again, just to remind you that this episode contains the last of the failed microphones, hopefully for the future, but every now and then you are going to experience a little bit of a drop in quality. We do apologize, but we are very excited for you to hear this week's episode. Thanks for hanging with us. Enjoy. Previously on Champions of the Earth. I want you to meet my fiance, Hyde. And the bird disapparates into mist and appears before everyone as a blue-skinned, white-haired, beautiful young man. A pleasure to meet y'all. Mel still has her crossbow pointed. Did you do this to her? And points at her palm. Mel punches Martha in the face. Huxley is gonna get in between. Yeah, you're for 23. He grabs your hand. Whoa, 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 everybody. This is not need for violence. Huxley, why don't you see about the band arrangements? Huxley holds out a hand and is like, sure thing, babe. And then Martha takes it, pulls you in, and there's a moment she like locks eyes with you and then like kisses you on the mouth. I mean, if you do eat the rabble or have a drink or whatnot, it's uh, customary to give us a little something in return. I mean, we are entertaining you. Oh, we love a good entertainment, absolutely. Well, these two gentlemen are top band members. What are the odds of the Jägermeister while we're, while we're wishing? No idea. Oh, you don't know what a Jägermeister is. No, what's Jägermeister? Oh, stick with me, my friend, and someday you will learn. I'm gonna teach you human things. Well, I am Shadra the Black. I am known for being a bit forward. Here in our world, a deal is ironclad. We'll make it easy. Three questions. You to me and me to you. During these questions, we cannot lie. And we conceal it with a pact. Always make sure that it is a reciprocal exchange. That is the only way to keep things clean and proper. Champions of the Earth. You're bound to them, they drag you along. But I understand even better playing along while you must. And then, as soon as you don't need them anymore, she picks up the knife and drags it across the table. That's not me. Perhaps I read you wrong then. I have been known to make a mistake or two after all. Oh wait, no I haven't. I never wrong. Perhaps you just do not realize who you are yet. Ask your last question of me. Okay, so listen, the only thing that's gonna matter to any of them is if I come back, something that helps. There's a human on trial here. What course of action is best if we want to get him out of here alive? If you want to get someone out of jail, the best course of action is a jailbreak. On the ocean side of the castle is a white stone, the size of two of you standing on top. It is partially real and partially not, but behind it is a passageway. I do not know if it is any easier than going in the front door, but it will certainly take longer for you to be found. If I was going to break someone out, that is the route I would take. It is almost surely a death sentence. Guess that means our deal's done, right? It is. And look, we are both the better for it. I have been able to talk to a human. <laughs> Who would believe? If you ever want to talk more, perhaps learn a little bit about how to deal with people who are getting on your last nerve, come back to me. And I would be more than happy to teach you the way of the knife. All right, Mel gets up and turns back around and... Huxley? 
Uh, Huxley has looked around the bar. Done the lap. Done the lap. You've seen the crowd. Seen the crowd, seen what's going on, and realized that we're still, we're still getting a lot of attention. Oh yeah. So I'm looking around at the fashion of the realm and this giant biomechanoid suit of armor with right. all the glow is really like standing out in a way that is not like necessarily sort of conducive. Yeah, you're a you're a blade runner that's wandered into a into a wonderland. So Huxley wants to reconfigure the suit good. to look like closer to what Hyde was wearing when we saw not bird Hyde. Like it's a tunic with all the brocade. Um, going all the way down, but it's like mithril, basically. It's still the armor, but it's just the fashion of the realm. Is he wearing leggings? It's a long coat. It's actually very similar to the homecoming look, in the sense that it's got like you know, like the high like narrow collar with all this filigree down. The the coat goes to about the knees, and then you know some yeah, they're not leggings. They're Tight pants Tight that pants. show off a little bit of the yeah, leg. Yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. And what do you say as you to, to, to trigger this transformation? Huxley looks at the bird and it's like, I don't know if this makes any kind of sense to you, but uh, when in Rome, and then uh, does like kind of a kind of a little bit of a like, and now magic sort of gesture um, like that. Like he's, gonna, he's gonna make a show of it. Yes. And you snap your fingers, maybe do a spin. Yeah. And yeah. as you do a Cinderella turn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, transformation style as you glow, a brief flash of blue, and now shaboom. Shaboom. And Huxley holds out his hand for the loot, please. And um, the little mouse woman kind of, she's holding the loot up above her head, and she kind of, she's a little too short, but she gets what you're trying to do, and she uh-huh. puts it up in your hand. Huxley catches it stylishly. Here you go, sir. And inspects it. It's like, oh, well, that's all right, I guess. <laughs> her little whiskers. I mean, it's like a really fucking nice loot. And her little whiskers. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, where we come from, we are, as my as my friend pointed out, like, the top band. And I'm sorry. I'm just used to being able to have, like, the absolute best, most magical best thing. Please, what, what can I get you, please? I, I, will, I will get you. No, this is the, if this is the, you know, if this is the top shelf no, for, wait, for the establishment. Okay, okay. Let me do better, please. Okay, thank you. And she kind of screams and spurs up. Okay, cool. Huxley waits, counts the M&Ms in the bowl. <laughs> uh-huh. Have we caught up yeah. with her at the bar yet? <laughs> uh, and you've caught up with her at the bar. I, uh, I turn around with like a couple like trying to sh- shove them into like armpits yeah, and, and like we're, hands. We're, and we're there now. Oh, hi! Oh, perfect. Um, hi. Uh, these are for you. And I hold up uh, oh, the, the big mug. Oh man, who gets that thing? This one's for Hyde. Martha finishes it with you and like has tracked everything you're doing. Do you know where he is? I'm getting this. I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, he's I think with, he's with Hux. So I'm setting up for our show. Because we're going to play a very important show here to pay for all of our drinks and our food. And our rest. Perfect. What a time for a fun celebration. My cheers. Well, off to find Hyde and Hux. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> uh. Okay, no, just go for it. Okay. I linger with Martha for a second. I go, what was that about? It's okay. Yeah? Yeah. See how it goes. Huxley, as you wait, what you hear is a... Oh, my bad. Hide. What? That, that wasn't me. It wasn't him. Oh, it wasn't him. It was me, you fancy boy. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Cream that shit. And the, uh. and the cockatiel man. <laughs> Kind of cockatiel mm, facade. <laughs> he looks at you and his feathers kind of ruffle a bit. Your friends are overdressed, I'd say, but you, ah, this is a look I can appreciate. Well, that's definitely the idea, and that is a, quite a compliment coming from uh, the sharpest bird in the park. Oh, this old rag? Well, thank you so much. I've heard that you are. The greatest human band that has ever been. That's what people are saying. What brings you to our little corner of the world? We're looking to make a few new friends Mm. and uh, turn this place upside down a little bit. 
We love to be upside down. Yeah, right? I was like, I can think that you're just like upside down like all the time. <laughs> well, that is uh, perhaps a few more drinks and I will, will find oh, out. Oh, I see. Are we drinking over here? Oh, we are always drinking over here. So are you gentlemen from around these parts? Gentle birds. Oh, thank you. I'm from here and there. I'm a traveler. I'm a storyteller. I'm oh, a storyteller. A... Oh, of course. I like a good story because uh, that's basically like we're all storytellers. Like I use, mm. I use, I use music and other people, but use words and their experiences. Yeah. Uh, but I'm interested in like, like learning some of the stories of this place. Like you got. Anything? Ooh, I can tell you a very good story. What about? Okay, these are my favorite kinds of stories. These are the stories that really just like he put me in the mood to drink and socialize. He leans close and he's like, tell me what kind of stories can I tell? I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm always a sucker for a story about like somebody who is like brought to some place against their will and some kind of unwinnable sort of situation. Or also I'm really into crime dramas um, and things like that. So like songs and tales of uh, like how the legal system works here. Those are, oh. those really get you going. A champion of legal fiction. Well, I could tell you, have you heard the one about the young prince? There was once a young prince, obviously child of the king and queen. Mm. Yes, but he was a, a dangerous young man and he committed some crimes or so they say. They locked him away. But when he was time for the trial to happen, he cried out, who would be my champion? Because otherwise he was doomed. From the shadows, a champion appeared, a hulking figure, so robust and strong, and fought the king's armies and fought the queen's hordes and rescued the young prince. So violence is a form of legal argument. Oh, violence is always a form of legal argument here. The question I have to have, though, is where would you find such a hero? I suppose I probably owe you a story, too. Like, uh, my story is like, we also, we humans also have um, a story of a prince um, mm. clad in purple. If you would enjoy one of those stories in particular, or maybe not, like, I don't know how you feel about when doves cry. <laughs> it is tragic. It is! <laughs> well, perhaps you'll tell me of these weeping doves later, after your performance. I'm quite interested to see what you do upon our stage. So are we all. <laughs> uh, Huxley holds out his hand again, like just to see, to see if, if uh... <laughs> <laughs> and the little mouse woman comes back out. She's like, okay. And this time she's like kind of toddling. This is kind of big. It's a, it's a, it's, it's three. It's basically like, think of like, think of a deer's antlers, but the deer's antlers all come together into one kind of twisting knot. And that knot is covered in like super bitchin' strings that are like fucking unicorn hair strings. Yeah. Yeah. And they all, and you, and you kind of hold it up and put it in your hand. And as it does, your fingers kind of, they know. Uh -huh. They know how this, this thing, thing works. works. Yeah, right. they, they shouldn't. And, and, and what do we call this? It's, uh, it's uh, the, the stag strong pentagrams, actually. It was used by one of the great lords of evil, a unicorn, unicornio, who was, who was slayed by the gibbering great. Um, they used his bones to create this instrument. It's said to play with all the rage and wrath of the once brutal lord. This is basically acceptable. Thank you very much. I know you tried very hard. Thank you. Okay. Um, cool. So Huxley spins it around, like takes it, like for. As Huxley starts to kind of tune or explore this dulcet tones. All of you found Huxley, who's kind of yep. up by the stage. He's kind of, kind of really into this big old horn weird thing. Here, let me just, and I want to reach out and like grab Hyde off of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I can take care of this. Hyde leaps directly into your hand. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, I got this for you. Oh. Oh, Salty Griffin. Yeah, I, I asked the bartender what the best drink they had was and... and oh. 
I thought maybe we should celebrate a little since, you know, now everything's out and everyone knows and... Olive, my sweet! What a wonderful gesture! Here, um, uh, put it down. It's uh, quite a bit for me right now. I'd rather not, you know, change me form, but, um... Can you not drink with your beak? Oh, no, I can absolutely drink with your beak. He kind of hops up onto the edge of the glass, then he kind of reaches down, he puts his little head down, he's like... Then he's popped down, back up. Huxley Chance. Drink! Drink! Oh. Drink! Hey. Drink! Oh. Drink! 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 Basically bird baths all up in that big right. old... Feathers all around. Oh! Great. Oh! Oh, hey! Uh, and just like bring oh. the cup close to my face because he's like Olive. swimming in it now, right? Olive, you're so big! <laughs> kind of blinking, his eyes are not blinking on the same level. Great. Um, by the way, are those safe for us to drink? Just checking. I just don't want anything. Oh, no, this would just absolutely just totally fucking wreck you. (laughs) (laughs) But as long as you play, as long as you play, as long as you play Mm -hmm. on the stage. Okay. That's the deal. Everything's fine. Just follow the deal. Just follow the deal, okay. Follow the deal. Okay. Deals are important, Olive. So, so we have to. Deals are important, Olive. I know, hi. How's your drink? Huxley, can you Have you know found that? the bottom yet? Oh, let me go look. <laughs> Great, and I just like put the, I like just hold the cup onto my chest, just like, oh god, like, okay, and then um, so do you have any more instruments? Do feel free to see what they've got in the back. Huxley shows off. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! Huxley shows off his new toy. Can we can we see them? You, yes, you can, you can. Then I shout across the bar. Hey, get me drums that are as cool as that! All right, I'm on you. Don't worry, don't worry there. Uh... And you turn around and the little mouse girl, she's got a, a pretty cool, like, um, kind of brass drum set set up. It's got like a two piece and a cymbal and she's kind of like, ting, ting, ting. And she's kind of like tuning it. And then she looks at you, Huxley, and you're, Unicronium and so we. So it's fucking rad. So we, we, we probably want an upgrade too. Two uh, words: top band. <laughs> top band, then. Absolutely, I'll be right. I'll be right back. Okay. Do you want me to come with you? Oh no! Oh gosh! I, I, no. I can help you carry instruments. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. She likes to do the roadie stuff. Oh um. Big smile. Oh okay. I got it. Set hide down. Um, I'll be right back getting instruments so we can keep the deal. Shove the drink closer. No, 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 deal. Okay, come yeah. Come, come with me. Okay. Um, What's your name? Oh, pa- Paws. They just call me Paws. Hi, Paws. Hi. Um, what's your name? You can tell me any name that you'd like to use. You don't need to tell me your real name. Okay. Um. Uh. Looks down at suit. Um. You can call me Amethyst. It's nice to meet you. Amethyst. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. Um, let's go find some neat instruments, I suppose. Okay, show me your favorite one. Oh, I'll lead through the door. <laughs> oh, hello. Hi. Rolling. Thank you very much. Welcome, champions, to the middle bit of the episode. Uh, It's been a long moment. Are you guys still as beautiful as we remember? Because you sound quite beautiful, and it's really great to be uh, spending some more time with you. Yes, podcasts work two ways. We can also hear you. You... Ooh, two high fives. Let's get one more high five. Hi, Emily. Yeah. We have friend of the show, Emily, here with us as well. Uh, Emily's actually not a friend of the show. Emily doesn't listen to the show. Because she's our friend, and she says that hearing our voice makes her feel bad in her tummy. I don't want it directly in my ears. (laughs) It weirds me out. I can respect that. I can respect that. Well, we thank you guys for letting us directly into your ears. And now Emily's part of the show. Forever now. Forever now. It's canon. I'm not listening to it for that. Yep, that's fair. not going to capture me. No. We've captured your soul. It's, it's in gone. the show now. It's in the show now. It's in the show. And uh, any actual business to discuss in this middle part? Gosh, oh we sure do. We have some incredible business to discuss. Thanks for reminding us, Marcy. Thank you for bringing us back on track. Yes, we have some amazing news. Reserve champions, guess what? 
We have a sponsor! That is right. Well, I'm sorry to say it is not my delicious Pamplemousse de la Corre. That's because we keep hyping them for free. I know, I know, I'm a fool. No, but it is dying even better. (laughs) And it's true for the rest of you who are not addicted to that sweet, sweet, fizzy beverage. Die Hard Dice is uh, an awesome dice company that makes these utterly resplendent metal dice. They roll like butter. It's all crits all the time. That's not true, but they look... (laughs) You're going to not worry about getting a low roll when you have such a beautiful dice from Die Hard Dice. Available in dozens of beautiful colors, gold, bronze, brass, and a sultry iridescent. Uh, You can get really lots of styles, and if you go to their website, you can use the checkout code CHAMPIONSCAST to get 15% off your purchase. Oh! And there's more. There's more. And we are, in fact, going to be giving away a set of dice. Oh, my goodness. That's right. From us to you. Uh, All you have to do to enter this super rad contest is go ahead and slam that retweet button on the uh, on the episode's tweet uh, that we tweeted out. Yeah, the Twitch. yeah. I think in general, share your favorite episode, share the link to your favorite episode, make sure to uh, tag us when you do it, and we will enter you into, we're doing a monthly, monthly dice giveaway. So first one for January will happen fast, so get on, get on that. Get, get on it. Yeah, we'll just uh, work our way through the, I'd say we just probably work our way through the Champions Cast hashtag. Yeah. And if you tweet about us, we'll add you to that, we'll add you to that sweepstakes. Yep. Oh. Okay. Awesome, guys. Um, as always, if you are interested in uh, supporting us monetarily, perhaps, we've had a few people reach out wondering how they could get a little bit more directly involved. Uh, we have a fantastic answer for that as well. You can become a Nerdsmith subscriber. Uh, if you can go, you can jump over there, and I believe you can become a sidekick, uh, which is the first tier, and you can select Champions of the Earth as your uh, game did choice, and we'll see a little bit of cut of that, and it'll all all kind of go into our coffers to buy radder and doper audio stuff. Yes. New microphones soon. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's another way for now. That's another great way. If you want to give back a little bit monetarily, we would not mind it. And our network could really use your support. Um, They're doing great things, expanding every day. And it's a wonderful community to be a part of. Uh, You can still also uh, purchase Nerd Alerts, and we will read your wonderful messages on the air. Uh, But apart from uh, from monetary um, help, uh, thank you so much for uh, supporting us to the degree that we merited a sponsor. And uh, honestly, sharing it, liking it, um, reviewing it, giving it five stars, those are all things that have absolutely helped and also make it uh, a thing that we like doing. So uh, from the bottom of all our hearts, uh, thank you, Reserve Champions. We're glad to be back. Oh, you guys, you guys like this? So, Are we having fun? Uh, you guys don't mind it? We're hoping to hopefully, hopefully have oh, fun for fun a, someday. No, fun, fun someday again no, soon. No, this is the best. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> but for now, dear listeners, candy and adventure. <laughs> Ciao. Olive, you've disappeared into a back room. Mm-hmm. The room that Pause brings you to is actually, apparently it's a seemingly infinite hallway. There's pretty much anything and every kind of musical instrument you could possibly want or dream of. I believe I did ask what Pause's favorite instrument in these rooms were. Oh, my, my favorite instrument? Mm-hmm. Oh, does um, it strings or does it bark or? Oh, and she kind of screws off. Comes back. It's simple, you're gonna laugh. I would never laugh at you. Unless um, you told a joke. I don't know any jokes. Um, these are my favorite instrument. It's basically two wind chimes that you bang together and she kind of holds them up and she goes ding! And the ding is just fucking awesome. What a beautiful sound. When was the last time you saw a human? I, oh, I, um... A while ago, a while ago, like a hundred years, maybe two, two hundred. I don't know. Um, time is kind of complicated around here. <laughs> I'm sure you can guess. Yeah, I'm learning that. Um, but we haven't seen any humans for a while. Um, so we're really happy that you're here. And um, and I can't wait. Do you know my other companion, the bird friend? Mm, nope. No. Mm-mm. 
bird man? I mean, the, the, I assume you mean the black bird that came in mm-hmm. with you? Yeah, he doesn't seem particularly savory, but if he would like to stop being a bird and just hang out with us, I'm, I'm sure we'd like to have him too. He's kind of shy. He'll, he'll warm up. I've been working on that. Don't worry. Okay. Um, okay, do you mind if I look around for a bit? Oh, um, alone? No, no, no. You can come with. Oh, yeah, okay, totally. Let's spend some time together. <laughs> Great. You're so good at playing those chimes. Do you want to play on stage with us? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, that's a bad idea. Why? It's your deal. Oh. I wouldn't want to get in the way of that. No, 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 I wouldn't want you to. I just thought I'd offer a case since we're I appreciate it. Um, it's probably the best, though, that you don't kind of let people know that you're my friend. Um, okay, why is that? I mostly am good at um, bringing stuff and the taking of the stuff away. Um, I think there's other, a lot more important people than me that would probably like to be friends with a human. They might get upset if they knew that I was monopolizing your time, actually. Um, so maybe we can just... But you're of... not. I'm monopolizing yours. Um, yeah, but... If anyone says anything, say I demanded you stay by my side. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah? Yeah. Your friend wanted drums, right? Yes, yes. Big, big, scary drums, I suppose. Um, War drums? War drums. Yeah, we can do that. Come with me. Okay. When you guys turn back, uh, the stage is actually bigger than it had been. Um, You know, it kind of happens in your peripheral vision. Whoa! like this place. It doesn't make any kind of sense. Nico and Martha return to the table with... Hey, this is for you. And I hand you one of the drinks uh, in the tulip glasses. Apparently they're uh, safe for humans. And Mel looks at it and immediately just dumps it on the floor. Not drinking that. You shouldn't either. And I, I, uh, I sit down. I mean, I'm hungry. And they seem to hold us in pretty high regard here. No? What you don't understand is this this is all a facade. Have they delivered my frog yet? <laughs> it's a bunny. It's a rabbor. It's a bunny. It's a it's a tusked rabbit. No, it's a it's a frog. What? Guys, okay. don't stop correcting me. No, no, so, they, so when, it, when it arrives, does it look like a rabbit? Yeah, it looks like a rabbit with, with tusks. So I so I so I I'm and a bunny fucked. So you literally see is like I sit down and it gets slid in front of me. One rabble, and I like sit down and I look at it, and just my kind of oh, my hangdog look comes back a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I look up at, look up at Martha. I'm like, didn't he say it was a frog? He said it was a bunny, and she like takes her finger and like picks off a piece of meat and like turns to mouth. She's like, far be it for me to sit, say I don't think you can trust everything you read in a book and then pops the meat into her mouth. And I sort of look down at the thing and say, uh, or look down at the thing and I just start eating. I guess we already paid for it. Or we're going to. I'm sorry, what? No, and I, 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 and I and threw, threw, like, chewed meat. I'm like, oh, in order to get the food, uh, Huxum, we, uh, we're gonna play, uh, we're gonna go, we're going to play a song. They aren't nice. They aren't friendly. They don't want to help you. They're really good at pretending that they do and convincing you that they do. Oh, that kind of gets to Nika. Eyes float to shadow creature that was like fucking with Mel earlier. Shadra. So, um, what did the... Um, shadowy pirate girl want? To help. But well, she's still got her eye on us, so I'm gonna keep an eye on her. Can we leave? Why are we still here? Can we just like, go to sleep or something? We uh, we What's... have to pay off our debt first. That's how it works, I guess. We're supposed to play the show now, and then we get to sleep it off. A weird thing, they're putting us in separate rooms, so you're gonna have to sleep with uh, Olive and Martha. Assuming that, uh, what, Hyde lets Olive sleep in the same room as you. But they won't let us uh, do it. Um, by the way, we shouldn't... Uh... Never mind. I, I literally like look at, look at Martha, realize what I was about to say, and I'm like... 
Number one. We made a deal. Deal was Hux is gonna throw a party. Trust Hux to throw a party. Huxley walks up. Trust Hux to throw a party. Hey, uh, how'd it go? She goes, she goes, I trust Hux my life. Let's do this. Uh, well, I got this to start with, and uh, they're taking care of you and uh, everybody else. I don't play an instrument. That's okay. You don't have to. Sing? Uh, uh, no, I, I, I immediately go to you. I'll teach you, you just have to hit it on the beat. It's super easy. And then you can be part of the thing. We make sure that we get this deal settled, because if you don't play, I think we might have a deal problem. I didn't say I wasn't going to play. I just said I don't know how to play an instrument. Then I got you. I got you. And I grab her uh, hand uh, to try to pull her towards the drums. Huxley shows off the, uh, the unichrom. What is it? Unichromium? The unichronium. The unichronium. And it's like, also, I think we got some help. Uh, and I, I, I'm... I'm literally on my way over to the drums when you say that, so I sort of pass and I'm like, oh man, what the heck is that? And then I see the war the war drums and I'm like, oh man, what the heck is that? Yep. And I just like run up to the stage. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, what are these? These are amazing. Look at this. Holy shit, Mel, look at this drum. Nico, you would have passed out in the back room. There are so many cool instruments. As I'm like holding a xylophone in the shape of a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Olive is holding the peacock xylophone. Uh, these war drums are—they're—they're—they're they're, they're black. They're harnessed in bone. The skin, skin, literally some kind of skin is stretched across each drum head. But right now the set is just sitting. Yeah, they had to wheel them out. And so there's just sort of like a, they're just like surrounded around. Yeah, it's like a timpani set. Cool. So um, so I walk up uh, and I take uh, I, I take the biggest one. And I look at you. This one's going to be yours. Uh, so I like pull the stick off and I hold it out to you with, like, purpose. Uh, Nico looks like you have never seen him before. 100% full-scale in his element. The minute he steps on stage and there's, like, these drums around him and there's like, a sound check going on, he's actually, like, really confident. Let's just get this over with. And so I, I let go of the sticks and I turn back to the kit. Hey, Mouse! Uh, yes, yes, sir? Uh, Their name is Pause. Pause. Be cool if I bring my own animal in on this? They would have to eat something. Yeah, all right. Maintain maintain the bargain. If you're gonna if you're gonna take something, you gotta leave something. If you gotta take something, you have to entertain. If you're gonna take a little bit of entertainment, I got it. Leave a little Okay. I got it. I'll make sure I'll make sure they're feed it. Uh, and I uh, and I no. like reach up with my hand oh, and I whip yeah. the uh, the drums and I go, Alright man, let's do this. And I point at the drums to summon the Kraken. In a flash of a sudden burst of, of red energy and flame, suddenly appearing in the middle of this stage is a kraken. Four feet tall, at least, in terms of its main trunk, its thick tentacles, you know, a good 10 inches across at the base. It kind of squiggles its bits around as it kind of twists left and right. And, and I look at right in its squiddy eyes, or it's but octopus eyes, and I say, you, you're my fucking drums. And it looks at you, and it throws up the horn. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And everyone's going, oh, and that kind of gambling that was going on in the corner, everyone kind of jostles around as the biggest figure, which is this big kind of rubbery skinned kind of creature, kind of pushes everyone out of the side. Like clearly he'd been arm wrestling over there and he kind of looks around and the little, um, go, oh, I was fantastic. Fans started, everyone's kind of getting excited and they're kind of elbowing each other and these kind of weird creatures are all getting really pumped and excited as they kind of start to kind of simmer down. Like no one's super quiet yet, but they're definitely kind of starting to position and turn to you guys. We have a Kraken on the drums. I'm on the squid. Oh, you're sitting on the squid like a stool. Well, the squid is kind of behind me, and yes, it, it is either the stool the, or it has a tentacle that is the stool. One of the two. And it's also probably You like literally yours. summoned it just to sit on it? Well, it's probably also well it could be my drum set. It's holding up all the drums. Uh, Nico doesn't play, uh, okay. Nico doesn't run around and play drums like this. Nico sits at a drum set and plays drums. It's a muscle memory thing. The drums need to be in the right place. God, I thought the Kraken was yeah, totally yeah, yeah, I did too. Oh, no, no, the Kraken's not playing the drums. The Kraken is the drum set. I'm sorry, I should have been really clear about that. He's the drum set. We have Mel standing at the largest timpani, uh, you know, 
good drumstick in hand. We've got Huck's kind of noodling on this hodgepodge of unicorn horn and and, and bitchin' glitter rock and roll. Uh, it's wandering through the house also. Like, we mm -hmm. is full Keith Richards. He is... Oh, you got a yes. peacock? No, no, that was just one of the oh, items I brought out. Um, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I brought a couple of things. They were beautiful, and I needed to grab them. Um, the, the thing that I have is a triangle. It's a little triangle, but in the triangle, it's actually shaped like a tiny harp. So it's a harp and a triangle. So you can like hit the outside and play the tiny harp. There's an instrument called a serpent. Um, and Martha, it's actually a beautiful, it looks like a green squiggly instrument. Oh yeah. And Martha, who plays French horn usually, sees that. She looks at Hux and she's like, she kind of lifts it. Huxley gives her the thumbs up. And then she kind of like, she looks nervous. Like, this is not the type of performing Martha likes to do. And so she kind of goes, you got a plan? Uh, Huxley's halfway across the stage, but he can, he's, he reads your lips and he gives you the, the thumbs up as he's, I think, strolling past the back tables, uh, just sort of noodling, getting the sense for the crowd. And as Huxley circles the room, Martha, you look up as a shadow kind of hangs over you. And it's Mel. Hey. So she's kind of, I guess, like, kind of looks up at you surprised, and you can tell she, like, wants to ask. She's speechless. Not speechless, but she's quiet for, for Martha. Hey. Talk to that crazy bitch over there. Like, I think she definitely noticed, like, the minute Mel sat down with that Faye, with kind of, like, this, like, this, you know, didn't want to get involved, but was pretty nervous. Like, just kind of very curious about what that scene was going on there, but was like, I'm gonna let Mel be Mel for a while. And uh, got some information if you want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently if you make a deal here, you can't lie. So we made a deal. Played fucking 20 questions for like 10 minutes. And I asked what the best way to mount a rescue attempt would be if someone was on trial in the royal, in the royal court. Apparently there's a back entrance uh, on the ocean side. There's like some big white rock or something. She said there was a passageway back there and didn't know what was in it, but it's probably better than going in the front. So, whatever that's worth. You believe her? Um, we made a deal. We can't lie. What'd she ask you? That doesn't even matter. Super good to know. Yeah, sometimes I'm helpful. I know you're helpful, Mel. You really had me fooled. Probably everyone else, too. Look, I'm scared, okay? I, if Hyde leaves, we don't know where to go. I was scared he'd go away. And I know we can't trust him, okay? I know that, but I was... If he leaves, we have nothing. I was just scared and you, you just, you think I'm not scared? No, I know you're scared. We're both scared, Mel. <sighs> I, <sighs> like, I didn't want to be here because I knew we didn't understand and that we were just going into completely blindly and this is just a lot. I'm sorry that I tried to punch you in the face, okay? I wasn't actually gonna shoot him. Like, for real, I was not gonna shoot him. You find that if you're threatening enough, you don't really have to. It's kind of a superpower before I got actual superpowers. Threats don't make friends, though. We might need some friends here, or at least people who we think we're friendly. Look, I'm not saying that sometimes a hammer isn't the answer. It's hard to walk back from that. I know you're not stupid, Mel. I know you're smart. I just always trying to think and get information. I know you can get it too. You well, obviously did. I'm. You have, Martha. You have to let people get a word in edgewise. You know, let things breathe. Sometimes you don't have to save everyone all the time. If we're supposed to be a team, 
we all should feel a part of that team. And I haven't. And I don't like that. That makes me angry. I'm trying. And I wish that you would acknowledge that. I do acknowledge it. And I'm sorry if you felt differently. And I can make a deal with you. You propose something, I'll listen to it. But you better make a deal with me too. Which is that you don't pull a weapon on somebody unless there's an immediate threat or you clear it with some other, some of us. I don't like Nico going in hot. I don't like it when you do it. I don't like it when Huxley does it. I don't like it when Olive does it. I'm too scared right now and the situation's too volatile. I promise to listen to you. You've got to promise me. So I'll promise not to go in physically hot and you'll promise not to go in verbally hot? Sure. This doesn't make us besties. No shit. Are we done? Welcome to the team. Uh, so yeah, so Huxley's wandering around doing the, the Keith Richards thing, uh, playing up, like trying to scope like who's going to be good for the audience, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think he sees that exchange just go down with Mel and Martha. Something's on Huxley's mind, kind of. But he hasn't really had a chance to you know, talk to Martha even uncodedly. And now that Hyde is... In his, it, 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 it literally in a cup. It is it literally in his cups. Now, 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 now's the now's the time. So he's gonna sort of like sneak over there. Kind of works his way behind people's backs and mm-hmm. slipping between. No one really sees him as he suddenly appears at the table. Yeah, Martha's like still processing the last conversation. Well, Huxley's here now. Uh, oh hey, how's it going? Uh. Terrified out of my mind. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, but I think just what I wanted to hear. So, no, no. I mean, trust me. Yeah. I mean, I saw that. I saw that go down, and I wasn't sure if you were getting any backup or not. Like not like in the in the in the real way, but in the way that we're kind of like. Yeah. I mean, I would never have thought to like fake be my boyfriend. That's it was brilliant, Huxley. I can't just. Ugh. This is why you don't let feelings in. I should have never said that about Olive. I just. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you're right, no feelings. But, um... No feelings in at all. Right. I don't know, I can't believe you caught onto it so fast. How'd you figure it out? I, well, I, when, I, when you're a guy, you can tell when somebody else is looking at a girl kind of jealous. Well... I just... No. That bird looked at you like a velociraptor. And I just got... I just, I saw it. I mean, ugh. Do you think they bought that kiss? I mean, like, uh, I mean. Ah. Uh, I mean. I mean, yeah. I mean. I know you've kissed lots of girls, but like, I'm not exactly like making out with everyone around here. So I hope they at least like bought it. Huxley is strangely silent. Has rhythmically missed the first step. Like, and like that's unusual for so him. Like Martha far. is used to him keeping up with her, and she's thought he's been like this brilliant undercover spy this entire time, and now he looks like. Well, I mean, I think Huxley, I mean, I think if you look at Huxley at this moment, Huxley looks not like disappointed, just like confused. Like something has like not even fully occurred to him in this moment, but like, and there's something scratching. Yeah, I guess right. Like good fake kiss because it was. I, I I think it was convincing. She's bought Huxley's line about being a party boy. Um. But now, looking at his face, she wants to know if that was Huxley's first kiss. All right. Okay. Okay. Roll it off. This is a social combat roll. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to roll with uh, wisdom. I guess this is what? Subterfuge. Subterfuge. Huxley's not good at that. But he's okay this time. Yeah, he's certainly not as confident as you might have assumed him to be. Casual. But he's holding a guitar. Or he's holding this magical sitar in his hand uh-huh. at this moment, uh-huh. so he naturally, I think, that's like the that's the. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's it's hard to seem like he it's it's hard to picture him not cool at this moment. It's <laughs> a good point. You look real damn cool. Look really cool. All right, so Martha kind of takes a, a step back and kind of looks at you. And she's like, "I'm sure you've got this. Do you at your best, Deb? Throw a party." Huxley hesitates. Like for just a second, um, though, and I think and he's looking at Martha like differently, 
like, than before. But he holds out his hand for that fist bump again, I think, just to sort of, like, confirm. Oh, yeah. No, she's down. Martha just seems like she's like, you know, yeah. Hugsy's got this. Did he fist bump? Oh, yeah. Okay. And the fists collide in awesome broitude. Kaboom. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Huxley, Huxley turns around and he's heading towards the stage and then he stops and... Doesn't um, do the look back. He does look back, like, just, like, for a second. Like a smolder or like a tentative? It's neither. I think he just stops and he turns, like, he's on his way up to the stage. He stops and he turns and he looks and he sees Martha. And in that moment, Huxley decides that he is going to blow the fucking doors off of him. And I I turned, I turned to Hux. Yo, Huxman! What we playing? I'm like making a total show out. Room gets quiet. It's kind of shifting in seat. Oh, the humans are gonna do it. Oh, the humans are gonna do it. Well, uh, normally, normally we like to take a few requests, but this is special. This is a special night. Let's start with something that's big from back home. I hear that this is a bar full of people who like stories. And, uh, boy, have I got a story for you guys. Oh, so, the two, uh, the two other musicians. The there. house band? Yeah. This is gonna be like standard four-foot blues, just watch me for the changes and it's all gonna be good. A little kind of red gnome guy goes like, Bunk, and the zither thing goes like, <laughs> Like they got him, they got you. So I gather that uh, you guys all here have uh, have stories of have stories of the law and the legal system. Yeah. Boo the law. Boo the law. Boo the law. Right. Right. Like that's a big problem. And so this is a song that I understand is uh, how lawyering works uh, in your part of the world. I manifest the sticks. Reagan rocks in the hot sun. I fought the law and the law one. I fought the law and the law one. I needed money cause I, I had none. I fought the law and the law one. I fought the law and the law one. I left my bed and I feel so bad. I guess my race is run. I shoot the mascot and I'm in the I fought the law and the law one. I fought the law and the law one. Yeah, I'm gonna follow behind you, like suit. As I'm running behind you, I'm gonna let it get longer. So like I've got this massive train now going around. Right, right, right. So I'm just a little cape flying around behind you. (laughs) Are we all feeling good? Are we all feeling good tonight? We're building an army. My dudes, roll. I'm gonna see some dice. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do we roll for this? We well. assist Huxley. Yes, everyone will be <gasps> assisting Huxley. Oh. Live with the party. Take that 17, Hux. I'm gonna use my metalhead trait. Yeah. Uh, and uh, dirty 20. So it's 25. Uh, yeah, nice. that crowd is into this. So Huxley's now channeling full, like, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, more or less, and it's just like, louder, louder, dumb, dumb, dumb. We are absolutely not going to continue until I see every single person standing up, shouting as loud as they possibly can. And you see this big fucking the thing that was like first kind of saw you, he kind of leaps up and he lifts a chair and he holds his chair in his rubbery hands and he's, and he rips a chair in half. Yeah. 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 All right. That's the kind of fire that I am talking about. 
And Huxley, like, points to Nico and then points to the, the flash pots that are on the floor. Cool. Uh, and Nico, um, are, are, we, are, we, are we between songs? Yeah, right we, are, we are sort of finishing up. We are in that part of the song where the Wait, song... Like, oh, we're only doing one song, right? So it's really blowing up. So then I... Uh, I go, uh, I turn to Mel, and I go, every beat, and, uh, we just start, like, and I raise the, uh, the sticks above my head, and I light them on fire like torches, and I cast them down towards the thing. Um, do you want me to use, how, how do I roll No, because similar to our friends at the beach, you are simply using a bit of your energy. You're not acting, you're just, just, oh, nice. just a little bit enough to light some wicks. Right? And I, uh, light those wicks with, like, but, like, with grand display. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as the beast is reaching out a penultimate climax, fireworks start just going off right into the fucking crowd. And boom, boom. And you can see Paws is actually in the rafters. And it, every time it's like, dink, dink. And they're snapping, snapping them out as they hold <laughs> the ceiling. But the crowd isn't fucking paying attention to the little mouse woman. Like, this is it. The flames are shooting everywhere. We're are we excited about the legal system? I stand and I stand up. I, I, because I, I look at Hux and I think I get it. I look at him and I'm like, I think I get it. And I stand up and I go, Do you want to make a deal? Yeah! Oh boy. Mark is like watching both of you and she's like, All right, boys. You hear in your head. Fuck, I hope this works, Nico. And I, uh, holy fuck. All right, uh, eyes go directly to Olive. Like, the minute that that happens, uh, white as a sheet, holy shit again, like, oh, the laughing all of a sudden goes into the fucking background. Sound blinks out. The sound is back in my head, and that thing I thought I was making up is definitely not something I was making up. I look down at Olive, and I, I look him, I point at my head. You hear, what is he trying to say? All right, so this can I roll? Sorry, can I roll real quick to see if I notice that? Uh, sure. Seventeen. Definitely see. Where we come from, there's a band known as Kiss, and they like to call themselves the hottest band in the world. Do you think that they're the hottest band, or we're the hottest band in the world? And yeah, you are. But the bartender's like, oh. Oh, I don't like the sound of kiss. Oh. <laughs> but everyone else is like into it. Yes, good. Yes. Uh, the band Kiss likes to call their fans the Kiss Army. But I think we can do better than that, right? If Kiss has an army and they're only the second hottest band in the world, doesn't Laughing Corpse Man need an army? Don't we need an army of fans like you? Yeah! They're into it! Yeah! Yeah, yeah! Let's hear some cheers if you're our army! Yeah! 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 Uh, yeah! Yeah! Um, yeah, so, uh, you're definitely getting some. There's stuff, there's been a lot of drinking. A lot of these guys are, these creatures are very mm -hmm. into it. I am, mean, go ahead and roll me a charisma check on this one. Yeah, sure thing. Can I assist? Yeah, can I assist? I mean, he's got this one kind of. I mean, right? I, I was, I did the deal set up. Could at least I assist? Sure. Yeah, okay. Sure. Oh, oh, so I have a, I have received, um, I have received Martha's kudos chip. So that's a 13 plus... Uh, I rolled a 13. They're both success. So success and bonus success, 15, that's a success. Nice. So people are, yeah, they're into this. They're... Cool, they're great. Musical army. So, um, Huxley walks over to the bar. Uh-huh. And um, basically like, hey, like whatever counts like for me, more or less. We got mead? Yeah, we got honey wine, of course. Cool. Yeah, we got a honey wine. 
drinks on Laughing Corpse Man for the army of Laughing Corpse Man and pours the mead. That's gonna that's gonna be a hell of a tab you're paying up. Probably selling a lot of drinks tonight, huh? A lot of drinks and moving hands, absolutely. Well, a, bit of, a lot of drinks and moving hands right now, but uh, they're in a party mood, my friends. Absolutely. You want to keep the party going, right? Oh, very much. You want them to come back? Well, these are my regulars. I'm, I'm willing to. I know. I'm willing to let you win them back. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> you can tell me, but I believe it's a charisma check. Yeah, this is not. This is this is oh. this is fucking business. This is a side bet. Ah, ice cold veins. This plucky young dance man suddenly got frosty, and this became. Negotiation. Nobody else has. Nobody else can see this, right? Nope. No. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else is. Yeah. This is Huxley's dad. Okay. How does? How, how is your? How is your social power strike described? Called Glacis. Merciless and unflinching, the character of Ice has frost in their veins and can be completely cold-blooded. And since it's like power, does that mean like ice, like literally, like shows in his eyes or some shit? Like, it's like does he like? Flash. Yeah, it's like being possessed by the power of ice. All right. On the count of three. someone drinks with me. Um, for, the, for the group. For the group? Oh, I don't drink for the group. Well, if you're negotiating not for the entire group, well, then that means that you're negotiating under false pretenses. No, you can't this. tell me that you're negotiating under false pretenses, are you? Well, what are we drinking? Because you already don't have my drink. Jägermeister. 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 Oh. Boom. Five shots. Five shots. Boom. Shots in each of your hands suddenly. Uh, so just to be clear, we're still in the raucous bar where people are chanting, laughing, corpse man, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, these things appear in our hands. Yeah. Um, I just did a perception check for um, 16 uh, to try to just like see that he's got Jägermeister yeah. in front of him as well. Totally, yes. Um, I mean, Mel immediately drops it. Like, it appears in her hand and she wants fucking nothing to do with it. The rest of this bar is about to drink our mead. Uh, and I, I, I turn, I think, I'm like, I think, you need, I, I think this is part of the deal. Cheers. Um, and I, but before we do, I, I turn to Hux. I, we need another shot for Mel, she dropped her shot. Oh yeah, clumsy Mel. Huxley turns to Mel and like gives her a long look and holds it and tries to make that connection and says, we need friends. Uh, so Mel has the shot in one hand and uh, kind of looks down at her the scar on her palm from Shadra and then looks back at Hux and sighs very loudly, but goes, I guess you're finally throwing that epic party, huh? and then takes the shot. Champions of the Earth is created in DM by Colin Kelly and produced in audio design by Jesse V. Hill. Featured in the cast where Jackson Lansing is Nico, Jesse V. Hill is Huxley, Gina DeVivo is Olive, Amanda Powers is Mel, and Marcy Campos is Martha. Our original theme music is by Stephen Gizzy. Remember, tweet your favorite episode of the show and be sure to use the Champions Cast hashtag on Twitter for a chance to be entered into our first January dice giveaway, courtesy of Die Hard Dice. Welcome to 2019, it gets wild from here. The secret word is Icosa Guy. 
Let's call her charm cause they say her sweetness shows. They call my sister trouble cause it follows where she goes. Together we're a double dose of sweetness, sass, and pluck. We're the sisters charm and trouble and we're here to sing and way, wait, trouble, we can't say that. Why not? Roll me over in the clover. Roll me over, lay me down and do it again. Do it again. Charm and Trouble on nerdsmith.org or wherever you download your podcasts. Because nobody likes a late wench or an early lad. <laughs>